When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. You need to know what's happening. It's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConfora. With Frank Reich being fired in Carolina by Dave Tepper, who obviously is the most impatient owner right now in the NFL. Yeah. Five coaches in four years, I think it is, for Tepper. And now they've got to find somebody else to come in there and take the reins and hopefully turn Bryce Young around. Yeah, I mean, look, there's some serious toddler tendencies here with this billionaire. Um, but the rumbling started. I, I started hearing stuff five, six weeks ago. The great thing about Tepper is he he is uh, so childish in so many ways. He wears his emotions on his sleeve, and he tends to, you know, hem. Uh, I'm sorry, not hem and haw, uh, puff and pout and vent. And so word gets out pretty quickly about what's on his mind. Because uh, he has no poker face. And so I started picking this stuff up five or six weeks into the season. And I'm like, man, even for this guy, it's a little early. Like, let's let this breathe. And then, I mean, by Halloween, people are like, dude, we're just, I'm just telling you. Like, if CJ Stroud keeps going this way and Bryce Young keeps going this way, this guy's going to fire people. And started writing about it at the Washington Post. And, and, Unfortunately, uh, here we are. It's an indictment of him. He He's the one who has final say on all of this. There was no way Bryce Young was being selected and they were making that trade without Tepper being completely on board with it, if not driving the ship. Um, a lot of that process was chronicled in real time by me and others. Uh, it was clear that Tepper was going to have to sign off, stamp, whatever, any move they made. And he fell in love with this kid. And he's a big part of the reason why they drafted him. And, you know, look, I'm not saying that that thing there was going um, in a great direction. But, But when you do bring in all these different people, like when you've got a quarterback, you've taken first overall. And I get it. 
he looks at that whole division and he's very upset because he can't have his cookies when he wants his cookies, right? And and he wants it right now. But like you brought in, you didn't bring in Frank Reich and a bunch of people he's worked with for years. What I liked about what they did was he pulled people from different backgrounds and different systems. It wasn't just put together by one agent who looked at all of his people who were out of work or all the people he get a raise for and said, you're going to Carolina with Frank. This was not that, which means it might take it might take more than 12 weeks. You know, right. you might have to live with a couple of years with this quarterback before it fully turns around. Um, I didn't like what went on with the play calling stuff. And you could tell that 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 this owner was um, uh, wearing his emotions on his sleeve. And, and he had a lot of people under a lot of pressure, not even three months into this thing. And it didn't bring out the best in everybody. And he, you know, he, he can do whatever he wants. It's it's his franchise. But if I'm a Carolina Panthers fan, I'm thinking long and hard about how I'm spending my money on that franchise until I see that that franchise is being um, run in a manner that makes me think there's an actual plan, you know, that there's some commitment to an idea, uh, that there's a cogent direction. And he'll probably chase – I'm guessing he's going to chase Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator – of the Lions because he fell yeah. in love with them last year and he got pissed off because he wouldn't just take his money, you know, and he got pissed off that who is this guy who's never coached in the league and I'm coming here to make him one of the 32 and he doesn't want it. He's going to stay in Detroit and what have they ever won? Like, so I don't know. Everybody's got a price and maybe he just keeps throwing money at him. Um, but I know this much, Carl, that quarterback, he's not going to get any taller this offseason. You know what I mean? He might get a little thicker. He might get a little more uh, fortified in the trunk, uh, in the core. Um, but th- this, th- they made their bed. They don't have the first round pick. Uh, th- this guy to me is a loser until proven otherwise. He's he's the Jimmy Haslam of the NFC. You know, both those guys came from the. The Steelers organization, they spent a lot of time around the Rooney family. And when Jimmy Haslam bought the Browns, there was people dancing in the aisles because more the Browns making more money means we all make more money, right? And they thought that sleeping giant of a franchise was waking up. No, it's it's been a joke, right? And Tepper, same background, even more money than Haslam. People thought he's probably a little smarter than Haslam. Hasn't shown in anything that he's done either. So um, the next I'm time curious. a Steelers minority owner wants to buy a team, Carl, they should probably find somebody else. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, Jason, I'm curious to who he's listening to. This kind of reminds me of when Jerry, you know, bought the Cowboys, right? And Jerry had all the answers and he's had all the answers for 25 years until yeah. now he's realizing I need outside input from football people to kind of help me make these decisions that just can't be me and Steven. You know, Jim Caldwell's a senior assistant 
Dom Capers, senior assistant on that staff. It's not as if these guys haven't been around the league. Who is he listening to? Did he call these guys in and say, hey, this, um, is, where we're, this is where we're at? Yeah. What, where do you guys think? I don't think he did any of that. And to me, that's the no. mistake. He's not listening to anybody outside of his room and all of those people are yes men. Well, I think at this point, all the money he's spent and all the things that have failed, I don't think failure suits him very well. He's not used to being told no. He's not used to not yep. getting what he wants. He's not used to not being able to buy his way out of problems, personal or otherwise. So I think all that has built built up a lot of frustration and has probably um, been the worst thing possible for his toddler tendencies. Uh, and I don't know that there's a lot of people who really in, in the football world or otherwise are going to talk him in or talk him out of much. Um, I I just don't. But like he's got to be sitting there thinking, saying, I like Scott Fitterer and the, the GM and everybody in that front office will be gone three seconds after the season ends. So I, I still haven't found the personnel guy I want to be with for the long term. I haven't found the coach I want to be with for the long term. I maybe haven't found the quarterback despite what we did to get the quarterback. Now, I don't think he should be thinking in those terms, but clearly he is because he just fired people after three quarters of a season with the kid because it wasn't good enough for him, right? Yeah. So I haven't found any of that. They haven't built me the stadium. Everybody's getting stadium built. So I haven't got the stadium built the way I want it. I didn't get the, the, the uh, practice facility financed and done the way I want it. Like, these are made, like, those are five, like, principal core foundational things that he when he bought this team thought that's what i've got to get aligned that's what i've got to get so my revenue streams are right so my long-term plans are set so that i don't have to sweat every single play call of every single sunday he hasn't checked any of those boxes and he it, he didn't just get here yesterday he's been around for a while and that division has gotten systematically worse around him and he hasn't been able to capitalize at all so, look, someone will take the job, they'll have qualifications. It probably won't work because Tepper put it together. And, and who can talk him into this or out of this? I, I, really, I really don't know. The Rooney should be the perfect sounding board for him. That's who he should be talking to. Who's put it together better than them? He's the intent. When the Rooney's fire, I don't care what happened. Are the Rooney's firing a coach at Thanksgiving who they just no. hired? You know, no. uh, on 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 uh, St. Patrick's Day? No, they're not. Let me ask you this. Uh, and as we talk about this Frank Reich situation, listen, coaches get fired. We've seen it. He won't be the last before the season's over. I still think Brandon Staley's on the hot seat, and that could happen any minute. But I'll say this: in, in having been in Carolina, <clears throat> gone to some of those games, talked to some of the fans there uh, over the years. You really want to piss fans off, build a new stadium, and charge PSLs because that market cannot yeah. handle it. Yeah. And the product sucks right now, and hopefully it gets better. But you're right about the stadium, and it just made me think about a conversation I had with some fans uh, last season when they were saying, hey, part of me being a fan is I've been able to afford tickets for 20 years, come to these games, and not have to pay a PSL on top of my ticket price, which we know that's the NFL model and the way you know of, of going about things and i'm just thinking tepper that's he's going to try to recoup his money just like all these other owners 
once he gets the practice facility, once he gets the new stadium, which he will eventually. And I'm just telling you, Jason, that that market, it, it's, you know, it, New Orleans doesn't do it. There's a reason yeah. why they don't charge PSLs, right? And there's a, I don't think there's certain places you can't do that. So it's going to be interesting. And if the team doesn't get any better, obviously there'll be a revolt against the owner who says, hey, I'm making all these decisions. I want to see where this all goes. I know he thinks he has all the answers, but I thought this was a monumental mistake at this point in the season. Let it play out and let's see. And if you got the wrong quarterback, change the quarterback. But it was like Frank Reich didn't know what he was doing. And this guy's been, you know, well-respected around the league for years. So it's a crazy situation there in Carolina. And by the way, I don't know if they win another game. I just don't. Yeah. The sad thing is for them, normally that would be the answer because it's like, well, now we're going to get the first pick in the draft. And if we don't want a quarterback, we'll sell that off and we'll get, we'll recoup all we gave up to get Bryce Young and then some. Right. And we'll have two picks in the top nine because somebody's going to move up for our quarterback and we're not going to move back that far. Right. And you'll have all that. Like, he's got none of that. Like, he doesn't have a first round pick. 